Hello, and welcome to another episode of Morito, a podcast devoted to research methods um, based off of business research methods, um, the 13th edition of Schindler's Text. Today we are discussing three chapters. Um, chapter 10 is dealing with measurement foundations, and chapter 11 is dealing with measurement questions, and chapter 12 is looking into uh, stage three and measurement instruments. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Um, uh, chapter 10 is looking at a business, uh, a Wallsworth Publishing. Um, they have an online dashboard that they've created to help students um, that are on a high school yearbook staff. They make it more efficient, and they want us to to examine or to look at um, the measures of research and what should be the re the research measures to determine the effectiveness of the new online digital dashboard um, that Wallsworth Publishing has created and kind of look for processes for improving efficiency and quality of each year's of each school's yearbook. You can kind of track that and how would we how would we do that? What what research measures would we be looking at? And I think the you know the site design is gonna play a huge role in whether or not it's it's easy to to um to navigate through and you know things like that kind of this nominal this nominal data i think a nominal um measurement is is what we need to be looking at but it's more of a multi-method because i think that you could also look at things such as like download speed if if you can somehow track that um maybe as far on on your on on um on the company's side you could track that more more evenly, I think, or, or easily, I guess I, sh I guess I should say. But um, that is more of kind of a uh, interval type of type of uh, research measure that you could use too in in measuring, you know, the effectiveness and quality of the dashboard. Because um, if your server is lagged up and 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 busy constantly by downloading and and getting um, bogged down, then people will not use it. I mean, they'll 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 prefer to use a, di a different method or a different company, and so that needs to be tracked and is important um, for companies to know that. Um, but yeah, I definitely think um, a multi-method type of uh, measurement needs to be used. Um, if we move on to chapter 11, or I'm sorry, question 11, chapter 11, um, this is dealing with Kohl's. Um, recently, um, they announced its customers would have a new, easy, secure, and private way to pay in stores with the rollout of Apple Pay, and as well as the ability to use Apple Pay within the, the Kohl's app. Kohl's customers would also be able to add their Kohl's charge card as a form of payment within Apple Pay. Some analysts were surprised that the announcement came from Kohl's before it came from technology-focused Best Buy or more upscale Macy's, you know, companies that could afford to, to um, 
you know, trial and error, I, I feel like there. But let's say as a researcher, this decision was being considered. While your typical shopper was older, you wanted to attract the millennials and they were more technologically or techno technology attuned. What information do you need about your shopper and the targeted millennials to make this substantial investment worthwhile? Uh, what type of scale would you use and why? So, yeah, I think Kohl's is surprising a lot of people with this. I, I read some articles on this, and they it is surprising that they, they moved on this, and it seemed to really benefit them. But it's good that they, that they um, took care and... Um, I think that, I think Cole's, you know, the question's asking us what they need to gather in information. I think they did a good job. They must have on gathering their shoppers, like demographics, um, you know, their tendency to shop at Kohl's, um, the product categories, maybe that they're buying at Kohl's, you know, if they, if these shoppers are preferring, um, technology based operations, you know, if they, if they do act to use that to buy, to buy, uh, you know, like online shopping and kind of like what problems they face, why shopping at, directly at Kohl's and even following that up with what problems they could face, why, um, online shopping, um, on, you know, at the Kohl's website, uh, you could gather information on how much they spend at Kohl's in a month and, and it, whether or not they use technology-based shopping apps in their daily lives. And I think, once again, this is another mix of nominal and interval scales you could use here. Um, and that could be uh, a good way to measure, you know, the responses of your millennial target customers that you're looking for. Um, questions like demographics, um, problems that, are faced while shopping. I think those are, you know, your nominal, your nominal scales that you could use and questions like how much they spend at Kohl's. Those are more interval based questions, interval scale questions. I think you could, you could definitely use there. Um, question 12 is dealing with a more complex issue. I thought at first I thought this was kind of be a simple answer for question 12 almost. But then I started thinking this is dealing with a lot of uh, issues about remaining anonymous and confidentiality because you're asking about drug use basically and um, whether that is legal or, or illegal. Um, <clears throat> I got to thinking, I mean, some people could be peddling this to um, – to college students or to um, co-workers within the firm. And so um, the question is asking us, uh, a recent study of Ivy League college students showed 20% had, had tried performance-enhancing drugs to improve their academic performance. A Royal Society study found senior employees found the effects more powerful than 19-year-olds. A Financial Times article claimed these drugs are becoming popular among city lawyers, bankers, and other professionals keen to gain a competitive advantage over colleagues. 
That's interesting. A nature readership study showed 20% had used or were using such drugs. Scientists predict the use of cognitive enhancers is likely to increase as bioethical and psychological concerns are overcome. So it's saying once we overcome those, those could just be commonplace. Um, While users reported headaches, jitteriness, anxiety, and sleeplessness, such side effects didn't appear to discourage use. Design the measurement instrument that would assess whether the employees in your firm or university were using so-called smart drugs to enhance their ability to work harder, longer, or smarter. Wow. And so like, like I mentioned, this, this question is, is a tricky one because you've got to pay attention. You've got to respect the confidentiality and um, the anonymity of the participants. And one way to do that is to maybe have them sign a release of some sort, depending on how you want to design it. Um, you could keep their information in a separate server, offline server, you know, so no one, no hackers can get to it. Um, that might be something you could, you know, to design. I, I, that's an IT thing, but it's something to think about, I think, for sure. But um, it this is definitely, I think, a, an online type of deal. I think it would make it, it would be the easiest way to do this is to make it an online um, survey or questionnaire type of thing. And, and this is tough to even get people to participate. So a huge thing here is to encourage participation. And I think one way to do that is use money or some sort of um, giveaway or lottery system like a, um, an iPhone or a laptop of some sort. Um, you know, I think, there is even some mention of that in the text um, in previous chapters, but I think that that is definitely important, and you need to um, make it to where all participants get something, I think, some sort of voucher or a coupon or something. Um, but there needs to be, I think a bigger prize too, that everyone could be shooting for like an iPhone or a laptop to maybe get them to, to, to play along with your, with your game here, because, um, this is a, this is a sensitive topic. And, um, I think that also you need to make sure that the, the questions make sense because you're going to like page three, 310 of the text of Schindler's text. It talks about um, ways to design questioning to where they're sequencing. Um, and you can use like uh, question to question skip or I'm sorry, skip, skip intervals for, for questions like question to question skip and question to topic skip, things like that. I, I think that it would definitely be, important here because some because these with this with this type of um, study being done it's going to be sensitive so it could last longer than your average five minute survey because the questions could get more detailed depending on the illicit drug use or or prescribed you know prescribed drug use of the um, participant Um, questions would get more detailed as it went along but um, of the, you know, I mentioned the textbook here looks at, 
um, a couple different exhibits. Exhibit 11.3, um, going back to, to question 11, um, we talked about the, uh, nominal, the nominal data and the uh, interval, interval scales we would want to use. Yeah, I'm sorry. The scales, the nominal scales and the interval scales. Um, 11.3 is a perfect example of why you would want to use that because there is no, there is no natural origin when it comes to demographics, you know, um, or her problems that they faced. Um, but to track someone's spending habits and frequency of how many times they actually visit a store, then, you know, you have a, you have a classification, uh, you have an order and you have a, in a distance and a natural origin, you know, it being zero. And that can be seen in the characteristics section or column of, uh, exhibit 11, three. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that I, I skipped over that and, in um, question 11, so I apologize, I'm going to jump back to that, but that is all I have for this week's um, podcast, I hope that you enjoyed it, and um, I look forward to talking about um, episode 6 next week, thank you.